Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hi friends, did you know that this episode, episode 55, marks one year of podcasting For the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, the time has just flown by and I thought I'd do a little recap and reflection episode looking back at the delightful discoveries, what I learned, the challenges, what I recommend doing and not doing if you're interested in starting a podcast, and what the future looks like for the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. First of all, let's get started with the delightful discoveries. The first one is that I discovered that I really enjoy podcasting and this first year went by so quickly. In this case, the saying is true, time flies when you're having fun. Being consistent and publishing an episode every week, even during vacation and time off, was doable and easy. I never thought doing anything regularly for a whole year would be this light and enjoyable. The second delightful discovery is that I grew as an individual and spiritual entrepreneur in this space because I gave myself the freedom to create with a sense of curiosity. Expectations, shoulds, and have-tos were thrown out the window. I co-created with friends and shared topics that meant a lot to me with the intention that it would be helpful and supportive to someone else, anyone else out there listening. The third delightful discovery comes from listeners. Fellow entrepreneurs have emailed or contacted me saying that the podcast has inspired them to start their own podcast. This shocked me, but of course delighted me beyond measure, and I am so happy for them. Naturally, their wonderful feedback and comments encourage me to keep going. Now let's take a look at the podcast lessons and challenges and what I learned from them. So the biggest lessons were inner lessons. I had to let go of a number of things. I had to let go of perfectionism. There are so many layers of perfectionism. Learning to accept that it's the best I could do at that time. Learning to not let perfectionism get in the way of progress. Learning to give myself a little grace. And most of all, not using perfectionism as an excuse. I learned to let go of insecurities. And as some of you know, I had to get over not enjoying the sound of my voice. But I can tell you now that I'm pretty used to it. 
having to listen to your voice at least once a week while editing episodes will silence your inner critic and get you over the insecurity really quick. Something that was helpful throughout this process of letting go of insecurities was repeating to myself, Michelle, it's not about you, it's about them. It's not about you, it's about them. Meaning, it's not about my insecurities or my opinion about myself or the sound of my voice. It's about sharing information and helping others, being of service. So that was very helpful, reminding me that what the purpose of the podcast is about. It's about spiritual entrepreneurs and supporting them on their journey. Another hurdle was wondering if anyone would like podcast, the topic, the episode, etc., etc. I had to get over the doubting and let go of second guessing. Instead, I just set the intention out to the universe that I hope the episode or topic helps at least one person listening, whether that's now or sometime in the future. And if that happens, then I am happy with that. I don't need everyone to like it. In fact, trying to create content that everyone likes is kind of impossible. And the final challenge that has to do with podcasting is the technical skills. There is a learning curve to podcasting. In the beginning, setting up the podcast takes time, patience, and energy. Learning how to record and edit an episode took time to learn. But the more I did it, the easier and faster it got. So if you don't have the interest or time, then I suggest finding a podcast coach or a podcast service provider, an editor. Laurie Christine, who was my guest on episode 45, is a wonderful resource. She's a fellow spiritual entrepreneur that will appreciate you and your light work and would be sure to highlight your voice, your message, and the work you do in the most positive way through your podcast. Now, let's take a look at my tips and recommendations for podcasting. What I found worked, what was useful, and what would I encourage you to use if you wanted to start your own podcast. My favorite and most helpful podcast tool has been Descript for recording and editing the podcast episodes. And for podcast thumbnails and other images, I recommend Canva. Now, I highly recommend organizing how you store your audio files, everything from location to categories. Being organized from the beginning will help you in the long run. My good friend interviewed someone with hundreds and hundreds of episodes under his belt, and he shared that he would create tags to his episodes. This way, when he needs to find a particular episode on a certain topic, all he has to do is search that tag or category or topic. So that was super helpful, setting things up for the future to make things easier for you. I also highly recommend finding systems and templates that work for you. This saves a lot of time. When you have to create thumbnails for every episode from scratch, you waste a lot of time. I made things really easy for myself. I just use the same thumbnail for every episode. 
I also have a system and template for writing my scripts. Templates, systems, and routines all cut down on creativity fatigue. So I'm not recreating everything over and over again, week after week, which is a lifesaver. My fourth tip is to schedule interviews way far in advance from when you want the episode to air as possible. This provides a cushion for you and your guest in case of emergencies or unexpected scheduling or tech blips. It's better to record the interview with someone relaxed and having fun rather than feeling pressure to quickly get it done, stressed out, and constantly looking at the time. It's best to honor what's coming up than to force it and be stressed out about it. Another helpful realization is that I learn to give myself grace. This has worked wonders and has removed any unreasonable expectations. So I do what I can to the best of my ability and current circumstances, and I let the rest go. This has not only made podcasting doable, but enjoyable. This practice Giving myself grace helps promote sustainability and longevity. So podcasting has become enjoyable and pleasurable. Finally, I remind myself that podcasting, unlike social media, is a long game. It takes time and energy. Growth takes time and that it's a blessing. Taking time can actually work for you. And the main reason is that we have time to get over our discomfort, insecurities, and awkwardness. We can learn to grow with the podcast as the podcast expands its reach and makes its way to listeners. All right, now let's take a look at best practices for being consistent. I've been asked this uh, a number of times. How am I consistent with the podcast and still enjoy doing a podcast every week? So number one is scheduling and planning. Planning out when to publish episodes gives you a deadline as well as direction. Tackling things week by week and trying to come up with an episode topic on the fly can make you crazy. It puts a lot of stress on you and your nervous system, especially if you have the goal or intention to do regular podcasts and want to be consistent about it. Planning and scheduling out when I record has also been helpful. I usually schedule very few things on Wednesdays just in case I'm running behind and I know I have the time and space to get the episode completed before it has to air on Thursdays. Another thing I do is I have a running list of podcast episode topics. Right now, there's enough to last until early next year, which is really helpful, especially when the holidays roll around and there's more activity than normal in my personal schedule. Another thing that is helpful with consistency is continuity and having a routine. I record in the same room, in the same spot, with the same mic, and on my laptop for each episode. This eliminates experimenting with other spaces and other sound issues that might come about. That way, you don't have to re-record due to 
poor sound quality, and it saves you time. Finally, another suggestion would be before going on vacation or when you know that you're going to be extra busy with other things, projects, life, I recommend batching episodes. I pre-record moon wisdom episodes, I edit interviews or record money or law of attraction and manifesting episodes. Whatever may be on the schedule for the time when my plate is full and my time is tight, I try and set myself up so that I can have those episodes already ready um, to be published. And I schedule those out on my podcast platform. Okay, so after reflecting on the delightful discoveries, what works and what doesn't work for me and what I would recommend to others, I also thought about moving forward in the future of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. And upon reflection, I realized I'd like to offer more ways to connect and create community. I'd love to learn more about you and those who listen to the podcast. I'd also love to create a safe space where you could get to know each other and share your magic. I'm not quite sure at this time how this would look like, but I have it on my wish list. Another thing I'm interested in doing is creating more resources for you. Helpful digital downloads, worksheets, checklists, or workbooks, maybe even spiritual hypnosis sessions that you can listen to with journal prompts. Just tossing out a few ideas out there that have come to mind. I'm also open to your suggestions too. I think it's also important to do a better job of asking you what you would like to hear about or hear more about. Your ideas and your suggestions really mean a lot. And that's the reason why this podcast was created, to support my fellow spiritual entrepreneurs. So if you have suggestions or topics you want to explore, feel free to email me. My email will be in the show notes. Another thing I would like to do in the future is I'd also like to share more numerology. Numerology was my first love. It was my gateway modality into the ologies. I was a numerologist years before I studied Vedic astrology. It's such a fascinating modality that blends well with astrology, of course, and with business, entrepreneurship, and other modalities. So keep an ear out for the meaning and magic of numbers in our lives and businesses in future episodes. The final item on my list moving forward with the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs is I'd love to do more interviews with you, the listeners, fellow spiritual entrepreneurs, and possibly do Vedic astrology and numerology business readings. I think it would be interesting and a lot of fun to do business readings. Okay, my friends, before we go, would you please help me celebrate a few podcast milestones? Here we go, celebrating the numbers. All right, 
52 weeks straight of publishing an episode every Thursday. 55 episodes of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. 5 episodes on money. 8 episodes on law of attraction, conscious creation, and manifesting. 2 episodes on metaphysics. 2 book report episodes. 25 moon wisdom episodes. 10 guests on the podcast and almost 1,000 downloads. You know, I'm not sure if that's a little or a lot in the podcasting world, but I'm celebrating it anyways with you. Thank you so much for taking the time to help me celebrate these milestones. I appreciate you listening to the podcast and I wish you much success and I hope I am a support to your life and business. You are amazing with so much magic to share with the world. So keep up the beautiful light work. And as always, I'm here cheering you on. If you have any questions or comments, I'd love to hear from you. I'll leave my email in the show notes. I'm happy to help and support you in any way I can. And feel free to share this podcast with other spiritual entrepreneurs who might find it helpful too. All right, my friend, thanks again for listening. Take care and be well. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.